the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 24th chapter. On the first day of the week, at early dawn, the women went to the tomb, taking the spices they had prepared. And they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. But when they went in, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were perplexed about this, behold, two men stood by them in dazzling apparel. And as they were frightened and bowed their faces to the ground, the men said to them, Why do you seek the living among the dead? He is not here, but has risen. Remember how he told you, while he was still in Galilee, that the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and on the third day rise. And they remembered his words. And returning from the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven and to all the rest. Now it was Mary Magdalene and Joanna and Mary, the mother of James and the other women with them, who told these things to the apostles. But these words seemed to them an idle tale, and they did not believe them. But Peter rose and ran to the tomb. Stooping and looking in, he saw the linen cloths by themselves, and he went home marveling at what had happened. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Jesus only got resurrected once, but Mary Magdalene got resurrected again and again. One tradition says that Mary was a prostitute, but that probably is not true. Another says that Mary was that very sinful woman who made a scene in Galilee. When she crashed a very elegant dinner party, fell down at Jesus' feet, washed them with her tears, wiped them with her hair, and then soaked Jesus' feet with expensive perfume. That probably wasn't her either. But if it was, congratulations. Sorrow and repentance invite forgiveness. And at dinner that night, Jesus forgave that wonderful, brave woman every last sin. Either way, Mary Magdalene gets full credit, knowing that if her forgiveness did not happen at dinner in Galilee, it did happen somewhere else, and then rejoice that every absolution is a little resurrection. So that is one resurrection for Mary Magdalene. We do know that Mary Magdalene once had seven demons. And when Jesus saw how they tormented her, he cast them out. And then he invited Mary to come along to be his disciple and friend and to learn and love 
and hope and live again with joy. We all have our demons, if not pure evil spirits. Then the evil things that stick with us and torture us and will not let us go. But Jesus is the cure for our evils too. Jesus sees how much we suffer from the demonic things that we have done and from the demonic things that have been done to us. So in love, with the touch of his holy things, his lectern words, his font water, his altar body and altar blood, Jesus chases away our demons too. And losing our demons is another kind of resurrection. So that is two resurrections for Mary, for me, and for each one of you. But Mary Magdalene's most famous resurrection comes today. Mary was broken when Jesus got crucified. He had been her rabbi, her confidant, her salvation, and her future. He was the one who loved her most, and she loved him back. And she had staked everything on Jesus as Messiah. But then Mary saw Jesus betrayed by those he trusted and left behind by those he loved. She watched the soldiers beat him and pin him to a cross and shame him and spear him in the side. But she never stopped loving him. So despite her pain, When others fled, Mary stayed, and late last Friday afternoon, she helped take his body down from the cross and bury him. And today, on the third day, she has come back to do the right thing. In a world where almost nobody does the right thing. But her spices go wasted when she does not find his body, and her senses get dazzled when she sees angels, and her brain is jarred by a very simple question. Mary, why would somebody as clever as you seek the living among the dead? And with that, the angels resurrect her by asking her to remember what Jesus once said to her in Galilee, that it was best for her and best for us for him to be betrayed and crucified and rise and show the way beyond death to eternal life. It was best because we are stubborn. 
and there did not seem to be another way that we would understand. So today is at least Mary's resurrection number three. Easter is our chance to be resurrected too. I know our world does not think we need it. We always think that eventually we will get better on our own. But if we are honest, the evidence is not on our side. We have not destroyed each other yet. But survival is a very low bar for anything called life. We are so lost that by ourselves we cannot even imagine the paradise that God created us to be. So this paradise is what the angels reveal to us today. That Jesus was the perfect expression of life as God intended it. That Jesus was the heartbeat of the world and the world killed him. And now that Jesus is back in flesh and in blood, raised not for vengeance, but for love. We can go on developing new and better material things. We can work for justice, peace, and freedom. We may even keep from annihilating each other. But when Christ, the true life of the world, was rejected, it was the beginning of the end. Our lives became less. This is the reason why we will always be unsatisfied with this world and also with ourselves. No matter how hard we try, the crucifixion and all our little evils that march dutifully behind it cannot be reversed. We did those sins, and those sins have been done to us. They cannot be undone. They can only be atoned for and then forgiven. So our only hope is to join Jesus in his death and resurrection. Our only hope is to die and rise with Christ in holy baptism and to be repaired in holy absolution and to be nourished with the Holy Eucharist and so his holy gifts of love are here again for you today and they let us imagine paradise once again. In his novel, The Gospel of Jesus Christ, the Brazilian Nobel laureate José Saramago wrote of Mary Magdalene, 
at her very worst. In his imagination, she is the prostitute and the very sinful woman and Jesus' forgiven friend. And with Jesus, she is going home again. As they enter her village, Mary veils half her face from shame, hoping that the old neighbors will not recognize her. Jesus scolds her gently. Why hide yourself? You are not the woman who lived that other life. She no longer exists. And Mary replies, Who I am and who I used to be are still linked by shame. And then Jesus says to Mary and to you and to me, Now you are who you are because you are here with me. And as they enter the village, Mary lets the veil fall, revealing her face. But no one said, here comes the prostitute, that very sinful woman. Joined with Jesus, resurrected, everything and everyone is new. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.